Speaking of getting booked, this podcast is about one thing, getting booked to speak more. Whether you are an established speaker or a newbie, we want to see your career take off. Hundreds of speakers are hired every single day, and you are next. Let's jump in with your host, Matt Browning. So Adam Shayable, we've done a lot of stuff together already. We've been on podcasts together. We've been at conferences together and you're just my, uh, my bro, man, the PhD back in the house, back in the house with Maddie Brawning. I'm, I'm super excited to be here, brother. I'm always excited to collab with you. Well, thank you. Now we're on, we're on the show. Of course, speaking of getting booked, and this is where we're talking with seminar promoters, meeting planners, and anyone who is putting on live events. Um, I think the, the number one challenge that every entrepreneur who speaks or speaker has is booking stages. And I wanted to have you on specifically because I haven't had anyone that puts on and promotes health fitness workshops and you do boot camps and workshops Now you do a lot of other stuff, but that's kind of your, the bread and butter. So give me just that quick background of, you know, you started off just getting fit yourself and getting healthy. Tell me about that kind of that quick entrepreneur background of why you got into the business of fitness and health. And then quickly it's morphed obviously from just, you know, doing the business of health to all of the stuff we're doing with podcasts and workshops and everything. But tell us, just kind of bring us up to speed a little bit on going from losing over a hundred pounds. Tell me your story you've told so many times. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's over a decade old now, Matt. I, I back in it's 2000, yeah, 2007 to 2012, I want, went on my own health journey of losing a hundred pounds. Uh, but the interesting thing that happened as I did that was people obviously started to add, they started to notice like, Hey, you're looking a little bit healthier here. You're looking a little less obese. That's awesome. How are you doing it? And eventually people started asking me to help them as well. Once I had you know gone down the, the path far enough. And I started leading by example, and I created a business out of it. I created a boot camp program, and uh, which eventually became a fitness facility and a whole thing in my in my hometown. Where so a fitness that, facility? Would you call that like a gym or yeah, why a gym, is it a yeah. fitness facility? A studio, a studio, a studio. Did, so you're not doing did, a 24 hour fitness or a no, LA it was, whatever. It's it's more yeah, the it was my concept. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. It's, it's a it's a homegrown, uh, you know, warehouse style, bring them in, boot camp them, get them sweaty, send them out smiling. Totally. So and, group uh, circuit training kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 So we did that for, uh, you know, I lost my hundred pounds over five years, but I also helped 15 other people in my hometown lose a hundred pounds. And as a, a total, we did 35,000 pounds overall in that five year time span, just in my, my hometown. And that, as you know, led to the million pound mission podcast initiative, trying to help, you know, tracking the million pounds of weight loss and now uh, events like million pound mission live. And, and uh, that's, that's the, the one minute version of uh, me from being 300, 327 pounds to becoming the PhD, the previously heavy dude and launching the million pound mission. And if you're getting this on audio, you're missing this amazing video that'll be up on YouTube of your freaking hat right there. The P can I see that a little closer? The PhD. Indiana. Oh, is that like an Indiana license plate right there? You got it. That's epic. So it says Indiana, yep. the PhD million pound mission. Very, very yep. cool. Indeed. So first, you know, I know you've shared that story so many times and I know just because we've talked about it a lot, doesn't mean, you know, someone hearing it isn't hearing it for the first time. This is incredibly inspiring. Like, do you ever, just before we get into the speaking side, do you ever find it sort of like, how do I say this? 
does it still inspire you, even though it's been years and years that you've been doing it? You told the story a million times, you know what I'm saying? Like, do, does it still get you up in the morning or what is it that has uh, sort of supplemented that for your own personal motivation and business? Does that make sense? Yeah, well, that's interesting that you brought that up. I actually, I put out a podcast episode this week and I, I did a live cast on this. I mentioned this uh, last night where that's an important thing, especially when you're talking about getting healthy or, or building a business or whatever. Like you have to have eventually, once you reach a big goal, you have to figure out your new purpose, your new identity, right? Yes. Like what's, what is that thing that's going to keep you on that track, whether it's building businesses, you know, seeking financial freedom or, you know, losing, losing weight and staying healthy. And with me, it's been switching into teacher and coach mode. And, and first that was with my local clients. Like when I helped the first person lose a hundred pounds, that felt way better than when I lost my hundred pounds. Like giving someone that gift of you're not going to have a heart attack. You're not going to have a stroke. You're going to be around for decades for your kids because of this work that you put in. But it came from an idea that I had, which is pretty dang cool. Yeah. Uh, so that that really gets me going. And now I'm working with my my son from a, uh, like a building strength perspective, he's a, he's a third grader and he's, he's got the bug. He likes to come down and mess around. I don't have him doing like dangerous, heavy barbell stuff, but he, he can almost do a, a, a real pull up and he's in third grade, you know, he's, and he's not small. He's five foot tall and 115 pounds in third grade. Um, Dang man. So he, uh, Dude, you know, my he kid's can, in third grade. He's like, we just measured him. I think he's like four, three or four, two. Dude. Yeah. My kids <laughs> are big, you're not man. a tiny guy either. So you're, no Your spawn no. is going to be massive. Yeah. Yeah. So, but just turn that page and, and like you said, finding that next thing that keeps you going, that's a super important thing as an entrepreneur too. Awesome. So now, you know, some of the things that have been keeping you going now is of course you, you ran, I think it was your first workshop. You run your next workshop. Um, so I want to just kind of pick your brain on workshops and about speaking. Had you done a, a decent amount of speaking before putting on your first workshop? And if so, what was that like? Well, I've been on several stages at other people's events and I attend a ton of events just because I love the live format. That's when I'm at my best. When I can look somebody in the eye and just share energy, yeah. that's even if I'm, it's not my thing. Like I just like to be plugged into that environment and I tend to find a way to, uh, to make an impact one way or another. But uh, so I, I a, you know, throughout the year I would pay and attend, you know, half a dozen events at least. And then I started getting booked to speak on stages about podcasting and fitness. And uh, then with my first workshop last year, I decided that I was going to book one in uh, Los Angeles, California. I mean, being from Indiana, that made a whole lot of sense to me. Like, let's, let's do my first ever event in Los Angeles, California, which is a city I've never been to. Um, but I, I kind of used that as a practice workshop. We had a little bit smaller half day format. Yeah. And we le we leveled that up the next month with a hometown event here in Bloomington, Indiana. And uh, both events went really, really well. But I probably would not do that again where I booked two, my first two, two months back to back and, and have one, you know, all the way across in a, in a town that I've never actually been to. So <laughs> that was that was interesting. But I, I really I feel like it connected. And once I get in front of people. And again, that energy exchange happens. That's, that's where the magic is. And, and you know what I'm talking about. That's a, you know, it takes a special kind of person to want to speak and want to get in front of people and see what happens. I, 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 you know, like I have a tremendous amount of respect for comedians, a huge amount of respect. And as you might know, pro wrestlers, 
the, yes. those are the, it, the industries that I relate to the most, even though we're def- different, there's this element of like, I don't know what's going to happen, but I need to get around people and I need to be in front of them and I have to perform. But I also, in the expert space, I want to teach, I want to connect, I want to help. And there's that. But there's also that whole element of like having that group of people. So, so you ran the LA event, you ran Bloomington, Indiana as an event. You're doing it next year. Can you share it as a seminar promoter? How long is the event you're doing and why are you doing it that length? Let's start with that. Well, that's a great question. And for anybody that's trying to get their mind wrapped around doing an event, um, this is an important question. And what I, I, the first year was experimentation based off of events that I have attended. And I'm like, okay, here's what I liked. Here's what I didn't like. And that's, that's super important. And so year one was uh, a day. I had a little bit of a welcome party and then a full day. And I was like, all right, that was good. And I darn near passed out that night. Like legit, I was, I was asleep like 7.45. We had a dinner with all the speakers and everything. And I got up and left and I went home and just went right to bed. I'm like, I, I feel like I'm going to die or something. Like, I well, felt you're used so- to doing like an hour long podcast. Now you're doing yeah. a 12 hour podcast or whatever in front of a bunch of people. And are you, do you think, are, are you highly introverted, highly extroverted somewhere in the middle on your kind of your energetic replenishment spectrum? I mean, I, I give, I empty it out, brother. Like I, when I was there, like it was everything all the way out. But then sure. when I, when I rejuvenate, like some people get into that and that is like being plugged in with me. I'm, I'm unloading all my energy, just giving it to everybody. And then I get super tired and I go, I have to go back to night, night time. And, and we, we rejuvenate on my own with my, my own replenishment schedule of, you know, solo work. That makes um, sense. But, but man, it was, uh, that was, I was not expecting that because I, I'm a fitness guy. I'm in good shape. And I was just like, oh, you should go to sit- boot camps for days, man. I know. I was just sitting there. And you don't have to push any sleds probably at, or battle ropes at your entire seminar. How could you no. possibly be tired? No, so no burpees were done. So <laughs> the question was then how long would you do it? And yep. I want to give, kind of give you the out or give you the caveat. I know that you're super professional. You know what you're doing. Your event was a big success. The next one's going to be as well. But also I realized that this is still something you're on the newer side of. So I don't expect you to have all the answers. What I want to do is I want to pick your brain and go, okay, why are you deciding to do things the way you are? I think people listening right now, you know, guys, I want you to pay attention to if you're putting on your first handful of workshops, what would you look at doing? What would work? And then also if you want to get booked at people's workshops, we're going to talk about that too. So how long is the next one going to be? And then why are you choosing that length of time? So with year two, we are going to do two full days. And I've actually added a bonus Sunday mastermind just for the speakers. And I did that as a give back. Like I really want to get these people like, like you're coming. I've got some of my favorite people to listen that I love to listen to. And I want to get all of you in a room and we talk business. And that's part of like, I feel like that's helped me convince people to come in and make the trip. I'm like, we're going to do this thing. You're going to, you're going to get an idea that's going to make you money. I guarantee it from this event or level up or, you know, whatever, just from this, just from the Sunday special. But that being said, one of the things that I took away from year one was I want more speakers and I also want to give each speaker more time and I want to give my audience more time to connect with them through Q&A. So to make that happen, I had to expand it to two days, basically. And, uh, and not, I just don't want it to feel crammed and be like, okay, and now next speaker, and then boom, like, like rapid fire. Yeah, you don't want to get through the curriculum just for the sake yeah. of it, and then nothing yeah. happened. 
Okay. There's got to be some time to interact. There's got to be some time to breathe. And that's the feedback. That's the main feedback I got from year one was people really liked that they felt connected to the speakers and the speakers sat in the audience and people were sitting next to them. We did some options where they could have lunch with these people. And well, I'm not going to actually sit by your people. Like you're going to have some you, kind of plexiglass or something, right? You have the throne area where you, you'll sit on the, 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 I got like the game of Thrones, like sword, sword throne thing. And yeah, you get I mean, that. I don't need that, but if you could have my own sort of like soundproof box, <laughs> maybe that was customized. I'll have my, my we giant the third, third grade. Us. I'll have my giant third grade son guarding you. He'll be your, he'll be running security. He'll have the ear the ear plug in. The oh my gosh, that would be so scary! <laughs> my giant third grade son. <laughs> Big H. Yep. All right. So we are sitting there. So what I got from this is I, I love when when I ask that question. What most workshop leaders say is the length and this is what I say actually what the length of time and how many days is always kind of based on your offer like what you want to do with the people what you're selling and so forth I love the refreshiness of the reason you're choosing the length of time is based on what the audience feedback is what they're really wanting they want more connection time so you're going to expand it so they can connect with your speakers more yeah. and you want to fit more people in. I think that's really really cool how many speakers roughly are you looking at in a day what are your hours in a day and why are you picking those hours all right so we are doing right now, so last year we had six keynote speakers and we doubled that number for this year um so six keynotes and how long was your day last year we went nine to five with a two-hour lunch all right oh, that's that's actually pretty short then yeah. You're going nine yeah. to five with a two hour lunch. You're only talking a three hour chunk and a three hour chunk. Yeah. Shoots. Yeah. That means you probably did hour long speaking. So it was just back to back to back to back. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and that sounds right. Okay. So this year, what I, you know, and bathroom breaks, I, I factored that in. Like oh, yeah, I asked people, people like, got to pee. I'm like, how often do we need to pee and, and take a little breather? So every 90 ish minutes, I tried to schedule in a 10 minute break. Like let's breathe. Let's, let's interact. Let's, let's chill out a little bit and let's go potty. So this year we've got as far as the keynote speakers go we've got about 10 that are going to give longer presentations but i've invited a bunch of people that are coming in specifically as panelists as well so i can bring them into the mix just a lot of people that i know well i just want to invite more people i've got a lot of friends in this space and i was like i know that they can add value and i love giving them an opportunity to get on a stage and get some images and footage and experience so that maybe they can leverage that into, you know, maybe they, they crush it. And I'm like, next year you got to do a keynote or, or, you know, they, someone, I have a lot of event hosts there that are coming that are looking for speakers and maybe they grab their attention and they get them on a stage. So I'm a big community builder, Matt. And you mentioned like the whole thing, like, you know, having, I don't necessarily have a specific offer at the back edge of this. It's more about, I want to pull people into my universe, this vortex of energy. And they are like, I need to stick around this because I like the, the people that he's connecting me to. And I feel and like- And your vortex of energy different. is a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's like, I mean, it's as physical as a black hole, but it's like a, a white hole. I don't know. What's the, it's like a positive black hole. That's gonna, I don't know what kind of hole it is, but it's, it's awesome. But this is going down a weird path. So, <laughs> so you got two days 
Um, so I love that. So guys, listen up. Like, you know, one of the things that can happen, especially if you do your own live event, Adam said it brilliantly, you don't have to have, just because you want someone to speak or to be present at your event, you don't have to go, well, everyone who comes has a 60 minute keynote spot or a 90 minute keynote spot and they sell things. There are a lot of different ways to do it. So that, I've done the same thing, Adam, over the years. Um, I'll have sometimes longer spots, 60, 90 minutes, but I'll save those for sometimes it's a sponsor, someone who's going to pay. Yeah. Or maybe a quote bigger name, someone who would say, well, I don't usually speak to only 20 or 40 or 50 people, but if they can have 90 minutes and they can make an offer, you know, I've had a lot of really great people come in that were kind of a bigger name, so to speak. And I give them that longer spot, but there's plenty of times I can do a 10 or 15 minute speaking spot. I've done 10 or I've done 15 or 30 minute interview spots. And that's a fun way to do it, yeah. you know, cause it's something that's like you, you have a speaker. But then you go, hey, I want to bring up my friend Adam, and then I'll bring you up and have an interview for 20 minutes where we both sit on stage on a stool and we chat, and it feels different for the audience. So it's cool that you're switching it up, and then having a panel is another way to do that too. So guys, remember, just because someone says, hey, we don't have any speaking spots, you, hey, are you doing a panel? You know, maybe, well, yeah, we have four people. Great, I could be the fifth. And all of a sudden, yeah. you got yourself booked on a spot that didn't have a spot left anymore. So you're hoping to get 10 speakers plus panelists? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and, and are you still going nine to five or are you changing the hours up? Tell me you're going to go. Well, I shortened the lunch. Because, yeah. <laughs> We're going Tony Robbins, man. 3, <laughs> 3 a.m. in the morning. It's going to be Amen. freezing cold in there. Um, so I, I shortened the lunch a little bit because Good. The, the first year we hosted the event at my, my gym space and we packed it you know, we packed it in there. And that's, that wasn't as convenient as far as like eating and things like that. So we are, I've got a legit location with it's downtown and it's all the stuff right around there. So it's gonna be much easier as far as lunch goes. So I bought some time there and so you're gonna do then, like an hour and a half. Yeah. Hour and a half, 75 minute lunch. And, That's good. and I also am adding in some little mini workshop sessions with, with health to the biggest stumbling blocks that aren't directly health related are time and money. So I'm going to do a little mini workshop on either side of the, the lunches so that if people are into that, they can attend it. Otherwise they just get a little bit longer lunch if they're not, if that's not like exactly their, their jam. So that's a great uh, I've, got idea. A, I've worked some little buffer things in there that that way, you know, if people want to go and, and connect and be offsite a little bit, they can do that too. And, yeah. and, and you know, what will happen is a lot of the committed people and the people that are in for the content, they're going to go grab a Chipotle and come back with, you know, yeah. as quick as they can. And they're going to sit in. I love bonus sessions too. So that's something I agree with you on. I, I like doing lunch bonus sessions and even like morning bonus sessions is a really cool yeah. thing to do. So yeah. say for day two, you're going to start at nine, but you know how people will trickle in. So I'll say, Hey guys, we're going to have a bonus session at 8 a.m. And it's whatever, you know, something special you're going to do. And you start at 8.15, you go till 8.45 and you have a break. But yeah. people can trickle in all during that time. And even if they come at 8.45, it feels like they're coming at the end. It's a right. great way to get people in there. So yeah. let's talk about the kinds of speakers you're going to book for this event and the kinds of speakers you're looking for. as a, Because you're a seminar promoter now. So as a promoter, you're doing, would you call this a fitness event, a health event, a personal growth event? How would yeah. you personally categorize it if you had to? Yeah, it's, it's a, a health, a health and, and level. It's about leveling up your health and, and gaining some traction, gaining some momentum with your health. So, so what with, industry is it in? It's not a so, personal development seminar. It's not a business seminar. I would say it's health and health and wellness, like health, health and wellness. And wellness. Okay. Yeah. So health and yeah. wellness is a genre. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the first day we are more 
implementation around nutrition and fitness type things. The second day, which where you are speaking, it's, it's like mindset and leveled up lifestyle. Like that is uh, how do we level up our game in our life overall? And that can be with health or that can be with things like NLP or, or you know, people talking about emotional eating or just grit and grind and, and things like that. Like that's going to be, I, I've told everybody, yourself included on like the Saturday speaking slots. I'm like, you got to light these people up a little bit because that's what they're expecting on this day. I want to just be a day full of just constant momentum, starting with Matt Browning and oh, uh, yeah. And the, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be high energy. So for yeah, health, and, health and wellness and we're uh, you know, adding a little bit of lifestyle level up in there as well. All right. So let me ask you some, some kind of booking questions if I can. Yeah. Um, now, clearly you pretty much, you're like hand picking at this point. I just know this because we've had the discussion already. Yep. But, so guys, Adam is like, you know, you're thinking about people that you like, people that you know, people you trust, people you've seen speak. And you're sort of making, I think you said like it was kind of like a wish list or a Christmas list. Yeah. And you're going, who do I want to come to the event? If there was an open spot and if you had, I don't know, like someone, I, I, maybe I don't know you as well as I do. And I'm like, man, I, I heard about your event. I love to speak there. I'm in Indiana. That'd be awesome. What would cause you to like, how do I meet you, man? How do I, how do I introduce myself? What would, what would cause you to say, Ooh, that could be a great speaker. And maybe it's not the introduction. Let's just talk about what would cause you to see who I am or what I do and God, that's a good speaker. Is it the prestige of who the person is? Is it the message of what they talk about? Is it what, what is it that makes you think, yeah, I want that person. Well, that, that's an excellent question. And you are a really great example of my answer. And that is, Ooh. I look for people that engage an audience. Like I'm not looking for lecturers, you know, and, and you get that a lot in the health space where it's like PowerPoint, point, power, Bueller, uh, Bueller. And it's like, I, I tell people like my friends, I don't know if they like it or not, but I do it anyway. I, I like, I give them a little, I, I take notes when they speak and we go to health events you and I have spoken to podcasting events and we are public speakers, but health people are lecturers. And I tell these, my buddies, I'm like, listen, if your lecture up there was a song, you played one note the whole time. And I'm like, you need to have a hit song. You need to have some inflection points. Yeah, you need to change man. your pace a little bit. You need to switch up your energy a little bit. The volume needs to come up and have down. Have some emotion, have some highs exactly. and lows. Tell a story. Exactly. So I'm looking for that. And I'm also, like I said, I'm looking for people that are engaging the audience that are, are talking to the audience and having a conversation and teaching, not just slide one, slide two, slide three, robo okay. presenter. Uh, so that's like the first thing that uh, it's, it's just, it's a All right, So you're looking you know, for a real engaging influencer, a presenter, yep. not just a lecturer. That's really good. Yep. Um, yep. What about content? Like, are, does it need to be, hey, Adam, here's the title of my talk and here's what this is. And you're like, ooh, that fits really well. Again, what would cause you to take notice and think, yeah, I got to have that person on, assuming you got connected or introduced or something? Well, the, the content has to be a fit. I can't just bring a name in and make it, make it fit my, my audience. You know, like, So I've got a very large low-carb lifestyle community. So if people are engaged in the ketogenic community, intermittent fasting, you know, things like that, specialists like that, but then also people that really have, I want my audience to attend and they go, okay, I got things I could put in my, my life toolbox or my transformation toolbox. I can apply those things. and I know it's going to make a difference and not just, I walk out of there and I'm, I'm really excited. Like that's going to happen. You know, that should happen from any good event, 
but I really want them walking away with some tangible tools. And you're, again, you're another great example of that. Like when you came on my podcast, you delivered a little mini course and people were like, this is awesome. I'm doing Matt's thing. And it, it's, it's working, it's helping. And like little just tidbits like that, they go such a long way. And my people are used to that. So the people that are coming, they know that that's the environment I try to facilitate and they're ready for that. And they engage, like they're ready for that type of engagement. And that's what that's makes excellent. it awesome. And can I just quickly say about feedback on your podcast, one of my favorite podcasts I've ever been on, probably the favorite, you know, I'm just going to go on record and say it. The favorite podcast I've ever been interviewed on is Million Pound Mission. And mostly it was like, not only are you great, but the way you interact with your Instagram, with your social media, after the fact, the lives we're doing and, and your community is just, is exactly what you said. You're not, you're not exaggerating one iota your community, you like just create and stir engagement. And, and that's a word we throw around. I have social media engagement. No, you have like real human engagement. You have this community of people that really go after it. So I think getting on, getting on a live stage with a guy like you would be an absolute feather in the cap for any speaker, any business owner to be able to do how important in this don't take this as surface level as it sounds, because I think the answer is obvious, but I'm curious on your, I guess, your take on this. How important is authenticity to you? Meaning, you know, when you meet someone as a speaker that, you know, I don't know, like you and I, you know, we kind of hit it off the right, right off the bat. And we, I think, you know, we got a little rapport going, we're joking. Like, yeah. I just feel like when I met you, I'm like, oh, this guy's super real. And I hope you felt that about me. So we're just hanging out. And then it's really easy to go, oh, how can I plug Adam in? And you're like, how can I plug Matt in? But if I'm newer, maybe I introduced to you, how professional do you want a speaker versus how quote authentic or how just kind of shoes off? Hey man, I'm a real person. Like what, what vibe are you looking for in a professional speaker? That's another great question. And it's interesting because, and, 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 Hey, you must do this for a living. <laughs> um, in, in year one, I was begging people. I'm like, listen, I need, I need people to speak and I need someone to go on a stage. And I'm just like begging my friends to meet me in California. <laughs> and but it's just blowing so, my mind because like, that is so most of the presenters I talk to, it's like, no, like I'm going to do the whole thing myself and maybe I'll squeeze in someone, but yeah. you were just really going after putting great people. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. I love it. But now I'm having people approach me and it's weird because I like to give anybody a chance, but some of the, the approaches are a little bit awkward. Like, Hey, I want to speak at you. Like I should speak at your event. And I'm like, ah, that, that's a little weird. You know, like that's, uh, I feel like that's a weird way to approach it where I'm big. Like, so here's just an example of me with the way I get on podcasts. I like to, I always invite people on my show first. I'm like, let's make friends. Let me give to you first let you get a chance to, to know me and how I roll. And then nine times out of 10, I get invited to be on their show. Uh, so it starts like, that's how I go out and I, I find my friends that I want to connect with. And if it's not a good connection, it's, it's, you know, then it's not a good connection. So I feel like a similar value add needs to be out there with, with people that are, you know, if you want to have a higher success ratio, it's a, a little bit of a longer game. So maybe you've got three or four events that you know that you would rock. And yeah. as a health speaker, like for me, uh, this, is, this is an exact example. I, there's an event called KetoCon. There are over 4,000 people that attend this in Austin, Texas. It is the low-carb event to attend Clearly. in the ketogenic space. It is awesome. It is awesome. It's well-run. 
I knew last year in 2019, I'm like, I know that I could crush this stage. Like, I know it. Of course you could. There's a lot of lectures. There's not a lot of interaction and discussion, but still an amazing, amazing event. But I knew that my flavor would stand out. So I go to the event and I'm just networking my behind off. And I knew that I wasn't going to get on that stage that year. Like I knew that that was just like, and it would be an awkward ask for me because I didn't really know. I mean, you're already there for goodness sakes. Yeah. So I'm, you know, connecting and, and meeting important people. I've got, had a few friends. I, I, I figured out who a lot of the speakers were. I invited them all on my podcast, had most of them on my show. So then I started, yeah, I started networking with all these VIPs that are already in the inner circle. They introduced me to the COO. I have her on my show and I'm making friends. And she's like, you need to come and speak this year. And I was like, and so that was a year play. I mean, I hate to call it a play, but it it was a year of effort of It was an intentional strategy. Yes, yes. Inauthentic or it wasn't positive, but it was intentional, yeah? Yeah, and so instead of me sending an email to the COO and be like, I should speak on your stage. It was a year of give, 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 show them what you've got, show them your, your personality, show them your inner energy. And she's like, I can't not put you on the stage. This is, you're going to, you're a great fit. And now I'm promoting the heck out of it. And I'm, I'm joking with her. I'm like, what's the fire code? Is the fire marshal going to actually be there for my room? I'm like, how many people can we cram into the seats? Legit. And, and she's like, this is awesome. So loves that. yeah, take that approach, but map out events that you know you could hit a home run with and start the long game and start connecting and start giving. And if you have a platform, invite all the VIP important people onto your platform, get in that inner circle and then just work your way up. Like you got to put in your reps and you can't just jump from like, somebody that's got a smaller platform that it, you know, maybe people don't know you, maybe you've got an amazing message, but you're just getting started. You can't just jump to the, the, you know, the NBA from minor league basketball. You know, you got to put in your reps and, and hone in your craft and connect with the right people. And that's what I'm willing to do. Cause I know once I put in those reps, then it's going to pay off with some stage time. So let me, let me quickly recap that. Make sure, listen to what Adam's saying. A couple key principles. Number one, he wanted to speak at KetoCon. So first thing I heard from you is you actually have a vision and a goal. And it, it almost goes without saying, but it, it doesn't go without saying because a lot of speakers and a lot of people who use speaking to grow your business, if you're a coach, you're like, I just need to speak more. And it's like, well, that's not enough. Start mapping out where are my ideal prospects? Where are my ideal clients in the audience? What would be a game changer event that I want to speak at? Is there a, an industry convention, conference association that is marked in your industry that's like, that's where I want to be? And Adam and Health and Wellness, it's KetoCon, 4,000 people. I want to speak there. Second thing I got from you, Adam, is you attended the event. You, bought, you paid your money, you bought your ticket, you showed up at the event, and you attended, you know? I can't overstate the value of paying money to attend an event where you want to JV and connect and partner with someone or speak on their stage. I can count to you. I don't know how many times I've done that with our buddy Steve Olsher. I've known Steve yep. for years, who runs New Media Summit, the podcasting conference. And when Steve came out with that idea, I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy a ticket from my friend who I don't know. I wouldn't ask, but you know, maybe he would bring me in. Maybe not. Who knows? But I I didn't ask. Instead, I was like, man, I love what you're doing. I'd like to participate in this. So I paid him my money, not a refundable deposit. I paid the full price. Right. And then I attended the event and I connected and I networked and I learned and I sat, you know, and I had my notebook and I learned so much. 
and I ended up launching two shows out of it. And I got invited back, I think to the third event as an icon at that point, not just as an attendee. And, and that's the, you know, going up on stage and, and being featured. My friend Craig Deswalt, um, shout out to Craig, man, former uh, tour manager for Axl Rose of Guns N' Roses. And he does epic thing, man, but he does marketing boot camps and now Rock Your Life boot camps. And he'll have, you know, four to 600 people at these things. First time I saw Craig, I don't know if he'll remember this, but the first thing I did is I saw him speak and I could have said, hey, here's my card. We need to talk. Maybe I could speak at your event. How ter like that nothing would have happened. Yeah. Instead, I, I didn't hand him my card. Watch this, guys. I handed him his order form. I cannot overstate the, the value of going to a mentor or going to a promoter, someone that you believe in, someone you want to do business with, someone you want to get featured by and hand them their order form and say, you know what? I respect you enough. I'm going to pay the money you asked if you made an offer and I'm in. And then I went to his event and year, I mean, this is, I don't know, eight or nine, maybe 10 years ago. I've spoken on the stage many, many times. He's spoken on my stage many times. We both, I don't know, probably made a few hundred thousand dollars over the years from each other that way. So it's things like that. Really, really cool. So now you're a KetoCon. Awesome. Yes. Now yeah, you're a KetoCon. I'm going to light it up, brother. It's, it's, it's on. And now I've got a, a lot of time to hone, hone in my, my spiel for that good. too. Are I'm, you doing a breakout session? I am doing, yes. I've got a, a breakout session at, at KetoCon. And she also put me on a panel, like a transformation panel oh. as well. I tend to stick out on a panel because I make use of this robust voice that, that, st that stands out. So You do. You really, really do. I can't do it. I don't have your voice, but I can't tell you how your name was mentioned more than anyone else's name at the podcast conferences we go to. And it's always because that memorable voice. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Okay. As, as we wind down here, Adam, you're looking for, you look for speakers, whether it's this one or next year's event and you're doing that. What last big question for speakers is what's the best way that you'd like to be contacted if I didn't have a previous relationship? Because people get stuck a lot. You know, it's like, how do I send you a LinkedIn or a Facebook message? Or if I get your email from wherever I email you, like, here's what I struggle with personally. I don't know you yet. And I want to be relationship first. I want to let you know I'm a real normal person. And, but I don't kind of know how to do that. And I don't want to get trapped in this, hey, I should come to your event. How do you like to receive, if you did, a cold message that gets you to open it and go, oh, you know what? This might be worth, this is someone I might be worth getting to know or talking to. If yeah. you can think of something off the top of your head, what would allow that to happen? Well, first off, like I answer all my own DMs. I answer all my own emails. Like I don't have anybody doing that for me. So if you guys go through that route, you can trust that I will see it and I'll respond to it. Like that's whether it's You're good, bad, or ugly. Well, I will respond, you know, like <laughs> I'm, I'm in the connection business. I'm in the community and connection business. And if somebody's going to take that time, like I really like, I really get after that. But if somebody just approaches me, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's just like the, the Midwestern good old boy in me, whatever. Like I really want to believe that those people have good intentions, you know, okay. and as long as you don't make it weird and like, <laughs> I, How do you make it weird? So, okay. So for example, I had a guy that approached me. Thank about, you. I, I about, want a negative story. Keep it anonymous, but I'd love to hear yeah. the worst approach. Well, I had a guy that approached me and in, within the first five minutes of me talking to him, he had told me how much money he's making and he sa had said he should come and speak on my stage. Like he, and he said it kind of in that way. And I'm like, I don't know, man, this, this sounds kind of pushy and weird to me. <laughs> like, like my, my audience is not like, they, they trust me. And if I put somebody like that in front of my audience, I'm like, I don't know. Like that just gives me the, the creeps a little bit. So, okay, that, so like, don't be that, creepy. Don't be weird. 
yeah, don't be weird. Don't be creepy. And let's, let's, you know, get to know each other a little bit. And I love to joke around. I love real people like you and I joke around like crazy. And I love sending, you know, you know, is it a gif or a gif? How do you I pronounce really that, feel man? like it's a gif. That's, that's how I do. It must be a Midwestern okay. thing. There's no um, gifs. That's, that's a peanut butter. That's a peanut man. butter. Yes, that's a peanut butter. But I love like, <laughs> love making people laugh. I, you know, I, I started doing stand-up comedy thanks to our friend Tom Singer. And like you mentioned earlier, like people that Shout get up Shout out there. to Tom Singer. Yes. So I, I love to have a good time. I love to laugh. I, so if you approach me in that light and you say, hey, I heard you on this show. That's respect immediately because I know I know that you took time to listen to a show like Matt's show, and that lets me know the quality of person that I'm dealing with. If you're investing that kind of time in this type of content already, that gives you that one up. And you know, when Matt and I both get the kind of canned uh, virtual assistant pitches, we're like, we listened to episode three one seven of your podcast. You know, like the fill in the yes. blank ones. Like those are weird. We can we can figure weed those out from the real people. They're like, hey, I just listened to your episode on Matt's show. It was awesome. Here's what I liked about it. I just want to say thanks. And when people send me that kind of message, I'm all in. Like, I'll probably send you a video message back or a voice DM or whatever and be like, hey, thank you so much. And, and we, we can connect. That, that We're in a conversation. Yeah, you actually be, look, mm-hmm. you can use a template, but be real about it, right? Yeah. Don't like just fill in the blank. Yep. Um, I love, yeah, you know, it's funny. Those are the ones that are getting my attention. And even though it's like, I know by the time I read it, it's a template because, you know, and you know, this is, is your podcasts are growing and, and, and workshops are growing and yeah. get more and more kind of PR companies and outreach and stuff. <laughs> and it's like, you can smell a template, but I like it when they, they take the time to manually add a bunch of stuff in the template. Yeah. It tells me that you cared enough to go, okay, I got to look, I'm going to research. I'm going to see, even if they said, yeah, I love this episode. And then they say where, you know, they, even if they listen to five minutes, but they said, yeah. I love the episode with Adam where he talked about this principle. I'm like, Oh, right. You had to do something for that. Something uh, happened. Yeah. Yeah. Something happened. I I got a brutal one the other day that I actually, re- I never replied to bad ones, but I replied to this one because it was so bad, <laughs> but it starts with hello podcast director. And then it was like, I have this business and it's amazing. And I'd like to talk to you about how we can get my business objectives customized for your audience or something. I'm like, I don't care about your business objectives. Yeah. You're selling throats. I don't care. And, and the worst part is don't ever misleverage people because she said this, she dropped a name and said, this person referred me to your podcast and thought I would be a great fit. I didn't actually know who it was, but the guy emailed and said, Hey, I heard that someone might've emailed you a bunch five times today. And that's what happened. And I really appreciated that guy though. Cause he said, yeah. I'm so sorry. I met this person for 10 minutes at a podcast conference. <laughs> and she said, what are some of your favorite shows? I mentioned yours. And then I heard that she started emailing these people saying that I oh referred God. her. So here's what's <laughs> funny. I replied to her and said, listen, this is terrible. Don't do this. Don't do this, but good luck because you, I think you have a nice thing. And if you just get real, you might, you know, have a chance. And then I blocked her. Because I don't care what she replies. I, I mean that way, I guess. But then I replied to the guy, and, and he's very genuine, and we might even do something there. So I don't know. It's like just being real with people can get you yep. a long way. That's certainly true. Yeah. Sorry, I went off on my own little bad story tangent. Adam, you also have one of the best things. I want to make sure I plug this because it's worth plugging. Your two podcasts, Million Pound Mission and Casting the Pod. But if, guys, if you go to castingthepod.com, one of the things that you've been very successful with in growing your podcast audience, your email list, and then certainly your email list turning into people to show up at your live workshops is doing challenges. 
doing these five day challenges and different challenge process. Could we kind of, as we wrap up here, could you share that, that nugget of wisdom about why, what a challenge is, why it works so well. And then you have something called the build the challenge challenge, which I think is such a great name. <laughs> Tell us about challenges and why it's been so good for you. And I, yeah, I think man. I need to get on the challenge bandwagon too, man. Well, I love challenges because I'm not the best like funnel builder. I, I just need to get people in front of me. And once I get people in front of me, they get me or they don't get me like they're in or they're out. But more people, more often than not, people are like, all right, yeah, I, this guy has some interesting things to teach, some interesting things to say. And it, challenges have been the easiest way for me not being super marketing savvy, super tech savvy with funnels and things like that. And being as low budget as possible. I'm like, I, I can do a five day Facebook live challenge and make money. Like I know I can do that. And I know I can, I've got, you know, I've got several, like just, you know, I've done $10,000 in a challenge and, and be able to upsell things. And like, I feel like, okay, I've made actual money doing this. You've done that. Yes. Well, that sounds so, good. Yeah. So the challenge can be used in a lot of different ways. It can be used as a value add. It can be used as a bridge into a sale. It can be used for just community engagement. And I've used it successfully for all those things. So a lot of Facebook groups really suck. Like we're all a part of those, those kind of cricket groups where every podcaster has a Facebook group for their podcast and they only talk to it when they have something to sell or an episode to promote and that's it right. you know, and they're like ah and i'm a part of it i get all these notifications Thirty thousand um, members you have two likes on each post yeah exactly yeah so when you talk about engagement you go okay let's find out what the topic is that really solves a pain point for that group where i'm seeing crickets let's do a free three-day challenge a free five-day challenge and rev them up let's get some real conversations going so engagement again like i love a free challenge ramping up into an offer. I love that, like, but it's gotta be aligned correctly, of course. And that's kind of what I cover, uh, all the different ways you can use a challenge and my recommendations on, it's kind of like the choose, choose your own adventure. Like if you wanna use it for a ramp up and do a sale, here's what I recommend. Here's the length I recommend. Here is how you pick the topic. Here's how you chop up that topic into that, that specific length. Like I dive into it and it's a free mini course and it's got the, the coolest name ever, the Build a Challenge Challenge. And, That's amazing. Uh, so yeah. you've actually created, if I get this right, yep. you're, you're like inception right now. You've created a challenge <laughs> around us joining your challenge. And the challenge is that we would, as, as thought leaders, as workshop leaders, as experts, be able to build our own challenge. Yeah. So hence the build <laughs> a challenge challenge. <laughs> and the, the, be, the best part is you look I'm like 100%. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like I, doppelganger. So <laughs> I, I actually am totally transparent during this free challenge and I use it as an example of a ramp up to an offer. And I'm like, and this video that I'm talking about right now, this is where it fits into this. And here's the offer I'm about to tell you about on the next video that, and so it's, it's this will very, be my offer. Exactly. Totally and, front with it. And, and I talk about be. why it's my offer and the level up offer from that. I'm like, here is the customer journey that you will see if you go all the way down, if, if it makes sense. And I don't feel like a lot of people are doing that where I'm like, no. I'm peeling back the curtain completely. And here's exactly why I'm doing these videos. Here's why I'm charging this price. And here is the value you'll get out of that. Uh, so I don't know. It's, it's going pretty well so far. People are enjoying it because like community building is important. If you, if you don't have anyone pitch your, your stuff to, then you're not going to make very many sales. But if you can build a community and an engaged community that they feel like they're a part of something, then that's something special. And challenges go a long way with that. And it's, it can be super 
low budget and energy efficient as well. So yeah, check it out. Outstanding. All right. So it's a build a bear challenge. We're going to just kidding. It's the <laughs> build a challenge challenge. Here's what I did, Adam, for the inception thing. I put quote marks around build a challenge. And I also put hyphens between build a challenge. I'm going to see how that looks visually, but it's the build a challenge 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 yeah. by Leonardo DiCaprio for million pound mission. Just kidding. I love shouting out Leo. to Leo. No, <laughs> uh, by Adam Shayable. So guys, check out Adam Shayable. His Instagram is Million Pound Mission. All over that. He's got a phenomenal engaged following there. I'll tell you two things you should do. One is go to Million Pound Mission on Instagram and follow Adam because I've never seen a guy use his Instagram like genuinely, authentically. Like you said, you reply to DMs, but the yeah. way you do IG lives, the way you engage and get those followers to do things with you and to, you know, those are people that, man, they're ravenous fans of you. They're following you on IG. They're following your podcast. They're coming to your stuff. So you can learn a lot from watching how Adam nurtures and cares for his Instagram followers and then go to castingthepod.com to grab the Build a Challenge challenge. It's a free challenge. And the best part is you're going to walk out understanding exactly how challenges work, exactly what that particular challenge was in, as an example. And you can use that to fill your own workshops. You can use it to build your email list. You can use it to sell and build into a funnel. A lot of great ways for that. Adam, um, I got to let you go, man. I know your kids are waiting for you. Thank you so much for taking the time tonight with me to get this out. We want to get these speakers booked on more stages and hopefully they're going to get booked on health and wellness stages and they might even do it through challenges. Adam, you rock. Thank you, my friend. Thank you, everybody. Appreciate you, Matt. All right, guys, that's it for the show. That is speaking of getting booked with Matt Browning getting speakers on more stages. That's what we're all about right here, right now. And today was all about health and wellness stages. Make sure you like, review, subscribe, rate, whatever the terms are. Use all of those on all the on-demand platforms. We're everywhere. I'll see you next week with another phenomenal booker. Bye.